A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're going to do this. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. that run long didn't we hello 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 <laughs> welcome back to the podcast here at by the by we were taking naughty pictures oh, for our yeah. patreon supporters yes that's what happens when we are podcasting sometimes we take inappropriate pictures sometimes we take very appropriate pictures sometimes we just take pictures yep yep i look a bit like death but that's okay we both fine. look like death <laughs> um <laughs> it's fine 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 it is um Episode 299, and if you don't know, well, you're going to know that we have a very, very special episode 300 coming out next week. I know, it, we had such overwhelming responses to what we're doing with episode 300 that we actually had to split it into two because it's two and a half hours long, people. We're going to have episode 300 and episode 300 B. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm so excited, and I cannot wait to share it with you all. Yes, uh, and we're not going to tell you much about it, except there are some very sexy, familiar voices. Uh, uh, not ours. That are not ours. <laughs> I hope our voices are still sexy and familiar. But there are other voices that you will recognize, we'll just say, from all around the globe. Mm. Pretty excited. Also, in... By the by news, or as I like to say, by the by, we advise that you listen to our Secret Spots podcast this week, which also drops on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. They are interviewing uh, the brilliant minds behind exclusively RHP. If you are a podcast listener of ours, You'll know that as of late, theirs is the only, or theirs are, I should say, the only events that we've really been going to. Yeah, consistently. Yeah. So listen to that podcast and you will hear some breaking news about By the By. About what's next. What's next for By the By. So What's next? What's new? What's going on? No, so breaking news and you're not hearing it here. It's weird, but look, just trust me. <laughs> uh, we have two pendulum parties that are coming up. The next one is March. 25th. And then the one after that is May. 27th. <laughs> I love her. She just point at her and she says numbers randomly. Uh, <laughs> the March one. 19. <laughs> wait, wait, are we doing Powerball numbers? <laughs> and the Powerball is seven. Uh, the March one is going to be our first themed pendulum party. Yeah, we're going to give it a go. See how, see what happens. going to give it a go. Yeah. And the theme is the eighties. Yeah. Y'all know us. I just want to dance around to Madonna's material girl. That's Mm -hmm. basically it. That's, that's all I want. I got to find a wig so I can do like the side ponytail because my hair is too short for that. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. We got to work on this. I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) It's going to be great. So check out www.com oursecretspot.com.au. Look under their events and you'll see it there. Or you can go to www.buythebuy.com.au and you will see under our events section because Angela has already updated it. It's there, y'all. It's great. Check it out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Angela, as I recall, we recently had a, um, we had a nice human being post a review we did on our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes. I've not looked at other apps to see what reviews are there. So we're going to have to do, I think next week, well, not next, but after all the 300 episodes are done, we should go back and look at some of the reviews and talk about them. But let's talk about these ones. Yes. Tell us. Tell us. So this one was really sweet and I really liked it. It's the title is Better Version of Me. Oh. Have been listening to these guys. For, oh, first of all, it's five stars. 
Nice. Duh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have been listening to these guys for the last 12 months, and I have learned so much, not just about sexuality or the swinging lifestyle, but also about doing life in general better. Love their sense of humor mixed in when they are delivering some important messages. How sweet. That's oh, nice. I give that review five stars. Yeah. Thanks. That's a great review. Thank it you. Is. Thank you. Thank you. And then we also got an email from a listener. Ooh, I like emails. Yeah. This one says, hi, guys. Just wanted to email to say thank you. Thank you for normalizing your lifestyle and making me and my identity feel accepted. I love your podcast. Keep doing amazing work. Oh, that's even better. I know. Not that the other one wasn't good, but <laughs> goddamn. It's just nice to have. I'll just keep building on one, one another. It's nice to have the sweet messages. And, it's nice. And to get good feedback. It is very nice to get good feedback. Thank you very, very much. Uh, or to get feedback. <laughs> <laughs> you like, look, I like constructive criticism as well. Things like, you know, uh, Angela should be naked more often. Like, you know what? I, I am yeah. a lot. You just don't see it. And also, that's true. Maybe we just need to show it more. <laughs> that's true. Angela should be naked more often. Uh, <laughs> they don't let me be naked at work. Jesus. <laughs> Bradford should shut up every once in a while. You know, and then I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm kidding. I don't. I mean, he shuts up when he sleeps and that's like 10 hours a day. No, apparently I started snoring now, you say. And oh, so yeah, I'm even, have. I even talk in my sleep now through snores. Yeah. I'm trying to Morse code. Mm-hmm. Or as I like to call it, snores code. <laughs> Oh, God. I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to kick my ass, you know, Chuck Snorris style. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway. Anyway. I love it. I love it. Uh, so do you know what today is? It's V-Day. <laughs> it's V-Day. <laughs> That's right. Today is Valentine's Day. And Angela had this whole podcast planned and it was kind of cute because she, and we may, still might get to it. I don't know. But I did a little bit of research on Valentine's Day. Ooh. Yeah, it's great. And did you know it's like it's named after a, a massacre and then three guys who all got beheaded? I feel Same. like I need more information about this. Uh, yeah, so it was like the St. Valentine's Day massacre or something. And then there was Wait, also... Where was this massacre? I don't when know. was this massacre? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far you away. You can't just like give a snippet. We need information here. All right, hold please. So according to Wikipedia... Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day or the Feast of St. Valentine, is based off of a number of martyrdom stories associated with various Valentines connected to February 14th, including an account of the imprisoned of, imprisonment of St. Valentine of Rome for ministering to Christians persecuted under the Roman Empire in the third century. So then there's the tradition of the Feast of St. Valentine. Again, it's a, it's a lot of, of people who were trying to be... They were religious and they all got beheaded. And many of them's mm. last names were Valentine's and many of them got beheaded right around mid-February. So it was a very prolific revolutionary family, basically. I, maybe. I don't know. Um, I really didn't research it that far I didn't because I didn't really <laughs> care. Um, I will be honest. Neither Angela nor myself are really Valentine's people. I am a firm believer that it is a... Um, a holiday that was created by Hallmark in order to make money. I am a firm believer that every day is V-Day and you should be between my legs. That's why they call it V-Day, is your legs turn into a V. I know. That's, yeah, see, a lot of people don't realize that though, Angela. It's important to know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as a side note, this is kind of interesting, talking about one of the Valentines that was beheaded. So he was imprisoned and he was writing notes to his lover and he would sign it your Valentine as a farewell before his execution. So, you know, I just think that's kind of romantic in a off with your head sort of way. That's funny because I was listening to a podcast today where I learned a lot about guillotines. Ah. And there was some really fascinating information. I'm not going to go through it because it's not the podcast for it, <laughs> but some really cool information about like how they were first started and when the first one was built and the first person beheaded and like all kinds of interesting studies and things that have been done with them. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, but what I'm really concerned about is statistics. Cause y'all know I like statistics. I like the numbers. And what I wanted to discuss was <clears throat> according to people in the UK, what is the point of Valentine's Day? Angela, what is the point of Valentine's Day? Okay, so the point of Valentine's Day, well, I mean, I don't know, like, in the beginning because of the whole... No, this is all modern. Thing. Let's oh, modern, talk about, okay, like, modern, modern. we're talking in the 2010s, um, okay, 2015s. Okay. The point of Valentine's Day is to make Hallmark money. So I do agree with that, but 
This is in a more romantic point oh, of view. Right, right. It's the day to show your partner how much you love them and how much they mean to you. That is number one. Show how much you care. 51% of ladies say Valentine's Day is to show how much you care. Is this like a family feud style? Thing? 29% of <laughs> men say it's to show how much you care. Now, number two in this list is the fucking Oh, I was going to say have a fancy meal. Nope, it's the second. <laughs> second is sex. It's the sex. Okay. Um, twenty Valentine's Day's point, 25% of men say sex. 8% of women say sex. Mm. Go out for dinner, mm-hmm. your fancy meal. 18% of men say let's get a good feed. Mm-hmm. Only 6% of women. Next one, to impress someone. Uh-huh. 14% men, 3% ladies. So then my question is, are you impressing... Your partner or are you impressing the people around you that see you with your partner? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Or your partner's family or whatnot. Uh Yeah, partner's friends. Mm -hmm. Then we have to receive gifts from somebody. 7% of men, 6% of ladies. To treat yourself. Aww. 4% of men, Mm -hmm. 14% of ladies. I love it. And then finally, to buy someone gifts. 3% men, 12% ladies. Mm. I think it's fascinating that... So many people think it's about to show someone how much yeah. you care. When I'm going to tell, I'm going to let the podcast listeners on in on a little secret. You can do that any day. It's also interesting to me the spread between women's answers and men's answers because the men have a top few that are pretty well evenly spread, give or take. Mm-hmm. And then there's the bottom few that are just like the stragglers. Yeah, agreed. So they're a lot more like top bottom kind of thing as opposed to... Even throughout. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's uh, fascinating and a little bit depressing. Now, this is as of Valentine's Day in the U.S. 2015. Valentine's Day spending. Okay. How much money did we spend? Oh, Jesus Christ. So average person spending per person from 2009 to 2015, because we want to see some sort of growth. In 2009, do you remember where you were in 2009? Um, Was that first husband or second husband? Um, that I was with second husband. All right. Yeah. I was still with first wife. Mm-hmm. How much did you spend or do you think he spent in 2009? Fuck, I have no idea. I'm, I'm just, How about this? I'm going to spitball say 200 bucks. The average person, do you think spent 200? Is this for gifts or gifts and dinner? Is it dinner? Like, is it or just this is, on the day itself? This is on the day itself. How much money did somebody spend I would per say person? 200 bucks. So you're a double. It's actually $102.50 in 2009 for St. Valentine's See, I'm Day. a big spender. You are. <laughs> now, if we go up to 2015, uh-huh. a little different story. Okay. 2015. Uh, I guess we also have to keep in mind that 2009 was after the GFC. So right. that probably factors in. That is a very good point. Yeah. 2015, it was $142. So in six years, we increased by about 50%. All right, so now we're at probably 200. Yeah, now we're probably at 200. <laughs> if you're keen to know how much the fellows will spend over the ladies, Ooh. ladies will spend about $96.58. Okay. Fellas, $190.53. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. The total sales. No pressure. In 2014 for in the U.S. Oh, God. $17 billion. Jesus fucking Christ. What did you plan on spending that little bit of coin on? So $1.7 billion or 53.2%, which I'm, I, I, this is of people. Oh, oh, sorry, oh. Sorry. I was like, that doesn't sorry. add up. <laughs> 53.2% of people right, right, totaling $1.7 billion. Cause some people are going to buy multiple things yeah, across this plan to buy candy. Half Chocolates the yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Okay. totaling $2.1 will buy flowers. Flowers. I saw so many flowers today at work. Me too. Just walking around, I saw tons of people. And then coming home, like outside the flower shop, there's a lineup. It's so funny. Florist, I guess. Same thing. Flower shop, florist, (laughs) you know. I mean, they also have cheeses and things too, so maybe it's for the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I know how to win your heart. It's through cheese, not through flowers. 35.1% which will total $3.6 billion, plan on a date night. Mm. And then 21.1%, $4.8 billion, jewelry. Wow. It's a lot of fucking jewelry. Wow, yeah. 
Interestingly, of all this, 21.2% of Americans will spend a total of $703 million on who? Do you know? Um, their dogs. Their pets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got it right. Not just dogs. Not just well, the doggos. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, the yeah. kitties, you get yeah. little fish bowl things. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, maybe a, a bunch of crickets that are uh-huh. in the shape of a heart for your for your chameleon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe some love rats for your snake. Love rats for your snake. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I think that's fascinating. That is so fascinating. Although we had numerous emails from different pet companies, harness companies, et cetera, about their Valentine's Day specials. Don't leave your dog out. Valentine's Day treats for your dog. I mean, it's the thing. It is a thing. Like I said, not just dogs, but cats and all the other animals. Okay. So moving along to some more data here. So again, the expected total expending account in 2016 was $19.7 billion. Some candy statistics. Ooh, I like candy. 81% of Americans eat chocolate. Yeah, fair enough. I get that. $1.7 billion is expected to be spent on candy. 58 million pounds of chocolate purchased during the week of Valentine's Jesus. Day. Jesus. Man, the chocolate factories must be so pumping prior to Valentine's Day. And do you remember those little sweethearts? The yeah, Necco yeah. wafer sweethearts, which everybody like, said. Eat me, kiss yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the love me, kiss mm-hmm. me, eat me. I don't. Maybe it was one of them. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it was. Anyway, uh, everybody said how nasty they tasted. That was my favorite candy. Sweethearts are still my favorite candy. Eight billion sweethearts are produced each year. And they're not used like any other time of year. I have never seen them outside of the month of no, February. No, They must be like, you know, convert part of the factory to making these for yes. this time of year and then does something I else. I honestly think Necco Wafer may have retired them or sold them to somebody else because I think uh, Necco is no longer a thing. Okay. But I didn't actually look that up just because that would have made me sad. Um, <laughs> 54.8% of consumers celebrate Valentine's Day. I'd believe that. I'm actually uh, surprised it's that low. And 180 million Valentine's Day cards are exchanged annually. So now we get on to the stuff that I think we care a little more about. Again, talking about expenditures, men aim to spend about $98 on their partner. Yeah. We'll end up actually spending around 240 <laughs> <laughs> Who's bad with money? <laughs> Again, this is looking at the U.S. in 2019. Although so closer to current dates, women. I don't think their partners are going to be complaining about that. Women aim to spend about seventy-one dollars on their partner. Mm-hmm. They'll spend two hundred and forty. Okay, so women are worse. There you go. Apparently, need to check your pocketbook a little more. Yeah. I wonder what the blowout is. I wonder like what they think. I'm going to get my partner X for 70, 90 bucks, whatever. And then where does that blowout come from? I think we from? end up to the last second. We panic because what mm. happens inevitably is that a week before Valentine's Day, you and I look at each other. This is not actually what happens between Angela and mm. Bradford, but between partners. We look at each other and go, mm, you know what, this year, let's not do anything. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. And then the day before he or she will say something and you'll be like, holy shit, they have me something amazing. So you run around panicking for the next 24 to 48 hours trying to find the perfect gift that says, Mm -hmm. I love you, but not so much that I'm going to break the bank on you. Mm -hmm. You're special, but you know, it's also something unique. And you're the one that I always want and I really want you to spread your legs tonight. (laughs) But I'm not going to spend too much money, Uh right? Yeah. Um, Because I don't want you to think I'm, we're getting married. So then I end up paying for overpriced flowers, overpriced chocolate, a cheap little trinket that you might like, and a card that no one's ever going to read. It's going to end up in a landfill somewhere. Fair enough. And that costs me $240. And when I give it to you, I find out you were serious. You didn't want to make a big deal out of it. So I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. Which Um, leads to. You make that sound really sad. (laughs) Honestly, I don't mean to be like that. I know I sound cynical. And if Valentine's Day is your day, good. I'm so glad you have a day. But God damn it, there's 364 other days that you can be sweet, romantic, and cut out little red hearts. This day, remember what this is about. This day is about martyrdom and and being uh, decapitated. What it's about. All right. 66%, 66%, then this is it. This is the the nuts okay. and bolts of the whole thing. 66% of men would prefer sex to a Valentine's Day present. <laughs> 30% of women would prefer sex to a Valentine's Day present. Yeah. Yeah. Just open your legs. So interestingly enough, 53% of women would end their relationship if they did not receive anything for Valentine's Day. Wow, that's high. I wonder if that's actually serious. That, that can't be serious. It can't be. I can't accept that women are so petty. 
that's a crazy high number. I think it's, yeah. I think that's more of you say that, but then in actuality, yeah, that would be really petty. Unless there was a lot leading up to it, but like that was a straw that broke the camel's back. But like that one thing on its own. Agreed. Um, Either women need more inspiration for presence than men, or they put more effort in researching the right gifts. Because as of 2014, there were four times as many Googled searches for Valentine's gifts for him than for her. I'm going to say that we need inspiration. I also think men are hard to buy for. Yeah. I think if I want something, I buy it myself. Yeah. I think it's the inspiration that makes it, that makes that search go up because I know I, I do find men hard to buy for, although I find people hard to buy for unless I just see something that looks like you. Like a little doll that, like a voodoo doll? Uh-huh, like a voodoo doll, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, again, I said before that we were getting into the stuff that we really care about. Now, I'm serious. We're getting into the stuff that we really care about. Interestingly enough, traffic increases to Pornhub Premium. So, the you, mm. you basically get a subscription to Pornhub. On February 14th. This is last year's t- mm. statistics. It was free Valentine's Day. So for Valentine's Day, you got Pornhub for free. Okay. And so do you think that's single people? Do you think that's couples going together? Wonderful question. But it did go up by 308%. Wow. <laughs> wow. I love it. Yeah. Love it. I think that's great. So, though, arguably, on the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th, it was up by 100%. So that might mean okay. that people actually paid for it. They liked it and they're like, all right, this is worth it. I'm yeah, going gonna, gonna to yeah. keep it. So, Or, no, okay, I'll say because Pornhub Space in the USA is at a time zone thing, but then it would be the 13th, it'd be before. Correct. So, yeah. yeah, okay. So then we look at Valentine's Day increase searches on Pornhub. What are people actually looking for mm-hmm. on Pornhub on Valentine's Day that they aren't necessarily on normal days? Let's start at the bottom. I find this fascinating. The last one is up 157% for fellas, only up 8% for ladies, but 64%, up 64% for both genders. I'm going to assume that means couples. Okay. Babysitter. Oh. I think that they are wanting to go out and watch a movie together and they Uh just didn't know how to find a babysitter. So they ended up on (laughs) Pornhub and they're like, why do all of my searches end up with these videos of people who really should not be paying attention to my child? (laughs) Next up, up 24% for the fellas, up 77% for the couples, up 132% for the ladies. All right. I find this is probably instructional advice. Oh, God. It's hand job. (laughs) It would be. Yep. Yep. I just love that. Poor. I feel sorry for ladies and fellas who don't tell their partners what a good hand job feels like. Yeah. And they have to watch porn to figure it out. Maybe we need to put our instructions up on the website. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So here's how to do it really well. We do have a pamphlet. (laughs) Like literally, we have a pamphlet. Up 86% for the fellas, 79% for the couples, and 77% for ladies. Mm-hmm. Female-friendly. Oh, Female-friendly porn. I just... Uh, what exactly is that? I don't know. I'm kind of confused. Because is there female-unfriendly porn? <laughs> <laughs> you almost spit out your drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I feel like we need to look this up just so I can find out what it is. Um, Pornhub we go. (laughs) This one I love because I love, again, what I like to see is the, how different it is from ladies to gents. Mm. This one, ladies up 9%, couples up 88%, Mm. gents up 167%. Quickie. Oh my God. This is what happens when your date goes to the toilet. (laughs) Wow. Gotta Google the or, gotta Google the quickie. Or it's the couples after they've had their big Valentine's dinner and they're stuffed and they're like, we feel like we should do it, but we really don't want to put a lot of effort into it. What if we just watched a video of somebody doing it for eight minutes? Yeah. Is that enough? Is that good enough? I don't know. Is that all right? Yeah. And like, I'm too full for you to like be on top and ride me. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, this one is pretty evenly divided. Up 90% for the fellows, up 93% for the couples, and up 105% for ladies. Bondage. Oh, Everybody's getting a little kinky on Valentine's Day. Well, they figure since Valentine's Day means we're permanently tied down. 
<laughs> Maybe we could be <laughs> literally tied down. Well done. Well done. Up 88% for the fellas, up 101% for couples, and up 191%, nearly two times as many as normal for the ladies. It's romantic. No. How sweet. Yeah. I didn't know there was romantic porn. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I think about other things when I go to porn. Yeah, but it's one of those things like where the, the plumber comes in to fix your pipes, but the plumber is also your really sweet husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. It's a me, a Mario. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, up 105% for fellas, 106% for couples, 114% for the ladies. Orgasm. Mm, no. Here's another one. That's, that's, a, that's a good one to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Up 49% for the ladies, 111% for couples, and 173% for the fellas. Kinky. See? Want something a little different? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. For on Valentine's Day, how do we mix it up? How do we do it different? I just love it. It's like, really, yeah. literally. Yeah. It's like, well, this is going to be a special day. How do we make it something different? I think this next one is very telling of, of people, mm. of genders especially. 64% for the fellas, 115% for the couples, and 167% for the ladies. Rough sex. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe she wants it a little rougher. Maybe. Yeah. Talk. Have communication. Maybe you should ask for it. Maybe, maybe your partner should ask you what you want. I completely agree. I don't understand why we don't. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to be silent in the bedroom and keep your desires to yourself. Yeah. It's so much better if you just communicate throughout the year and then you get more of it and it's not just a one day thing. Imagine if you could have that. I'm not going to say every day, but if you could have it weekly, you could have it 52 times a year instead of just once. Or monthly. You could have it 12 times a year. Yeah. Or bi-monthly, which means you can have it either 24 or six <laughs> times a year. Because fuck, why does that word mean both? <laughs> It goes both ways. Inflammable means flammable. What a country. <laughs> uh, 81% for the ladies, 124% for the couples, 167% for the fellas. Seduce. Whoa, whoa. Give me those numbers again. 81% for the ladies. Yeah. 124% for couples. Okay. 167% for the fellas. Uh, so more fellas need to learn how to seduce people. Yeah. Or they just want to see people seduced. Maybe that's Maybe it. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just like they're I, the ones that buy those stupid books about negging and bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, nice earrings. My grandma had the same ones. <laughs> um, a hundred. This is again. I think this is telling of the fellas. Come on, fellas. One hundred and fourteen percent for the ladies. One hundred and forty percent for the couples. One hundred and seventy-three percent for the boys. Mm-hmm. Making love. Mm. We just want soft romantic shit too. So do you think that it's that they're trying that maybe the fellows are watching it because they're like, how do I do this? I want to do this better. (laughs) Or like, what are some techniques that she might like? And then do you think the couples are increased because they're like, one of them is like, I want you to learn how to do this. How do we do this? Maybe they are talking about it. Maybe. And maybe they are saying, this is what I want. How do we do it? And then they go to Pornhub to learn how to do it. That's a strange place to learn anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. But. Uh, do you have access to it no matter where you are? Fair enough. Many people don't know where else to go. Uh, also, very true. Very true. Yeah. Up 111% for the fellas, 148% for couples, 191% for the ladies. Romance. No. How sweet. It is. Along with that, 
135% for the boys, 184% for the couples, 233% for ladies. Love. Wow, they're getting like all sweet and sappy over here. What's that smell? Love. No. Try this one. It's called subtext. <laughs> uh, 128% for the fellas, 185% for the couples, 230% for the ladies. Sensual. Wow. We're getting all soft over here on Valentine's Day. What happened to the kinky and the hair pulling? And the- that was down near the bottom, baby. Yeah, okay. This is, that's not the day for it, all right? <laughs> the top three. Okay. 124% for the boys. Uh-huh. 189% for the couples. 254% for the ladies. Passionate. Damn it. I kind of want to search passionate on Pornhub just to see what is there. Okay. I thought you were going to say something else because after maths recently, uh, Married at First Sight. Oh, yes. And you started pegging. Going, you went, and I was like, oh my God, he's going to say pegging. That is not correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The last two. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Up 182% for the fellas. 212% for couples. And 240% for the ladies. It's truth or dare. Oh, okay. Your face. <laughs> I'm just waiting for like sensual food play kind of stuff to come in. Because you know, like whipped cream yeah. and chocolate. No. That's got to come in somewhere. Maybe that's just under sensual. Just truth or dare, baby. All right. That's well, it. that's a weird one for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. I know. I feel like it's odd. Maybe this is one of those things where couples watch it and they're like, we should reenact it. We should do what the dares are. Yeah, maybe it's that as opposed to what's what's the truth and then now we're going to break up. <laughs> truth is, I hate your mother. <laughs> I dare you to leave me and never come back. <laughs> no, no, I dared you. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah, but again, maybe it is that looking for something a little different and the dares are inspiration for something. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Last one. Okay. This is going to be anticlimactic. I apologize. I feel like I'm going to be sad. You are. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. 152% for the fellas, 224% for the couples, 295%, three times as likely for the ladies. Mm. The word is just dare. So you already said orgasm. Like, I don't know what else it would be. Okay. Just dare. It's just dare. Wow. All right. So, but see, but over all of that, what I see is people want connection. Yes. People want something different. Yep. And don't know how to communicate. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. Or they're trying to use this as a way to communicate with their partner, maybe. Which, and maybe I, take I mean, that first step in communication. And maybe that's it. If that's the case, then that's great. Like, way to use porn as a surrogate for what you really want to say. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do that, make sure you make that very clear to your partner. Yeah. Because, like, it does make me sad to think about some of those words. Like, passionate and romance and sensual. Is that what you're hoping to recreate? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, like, why is it so much higher on Valentine's Day than it is on every other day? And is it that you can't, you feel you can't do it on other days? Or you can't ask for it or on you other can't days? ask for it on other days? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Our lovemaking isn't always passionate. Um, but I would say it's almost always sensual. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Because we have a connection. And I think <laughs> and it, I think that's what it is. And I think that actually makes me sad is that maybe that's the case. Maybe a lot of people don't feel like they have a sensual connection with their partner. Yeah, it's very possible. And that makes me sad. Just sad, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> anyway, let's take a quick depressing break. <laughs> and we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor. Look, I hate to tell y'all, but you missed Valentine's Day. It was like three days ago. Or if you're listening to this in the future, it was like six weeks, four days, and 12 hours ago. There's like that one person out there like, oh my God, he's talking to me. I am talking to you, me. So me, you know what you should do now? 
go to adamandeve.com because even though it's not Valentine's Day, you can still get an amazing gift for you and or your partner. And when you do, use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. And when you do, you will get that item that you want for you or your partner at 50% off. You also get free shipping and you'll get uh, some extra things thrown in the box. It's a little bit of toys. You get to decide, are they toys for him, toys for her, toys for y'all? And six videos on demand that you can just go to the website and watch the movies while you play with your new toy. And if you want to get a toy for him and for her, or for her and for him, for you and your partner, just use the checkout code twice. It's cool. They won't package it together, but you'll still get all the great gifts. You'll get free videos. You'll get extra toys. You'll get the item at 50% off and you'll get free shipping. That is checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Welcome back. Hi. Um, I'm sorry I was depressing about Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, I don't, if that is your day, I feel kind of bad now, but, uh, Anyway, I can't unsay the things I said because it's now recorded and I stand by them because Valentine's Day is a joke. It's a corporate thing. Hallmark created it. They just want us to give them more money. I'm going to challenge listeners, though, and if anybody out there does really love Valentine's Day and it's like their one thing in the year and it's something really special and amazing for them, tell us why. Tell us what you do. Tell us what makes it that way for you. Yeah, Absolutely. I'd love to hear because everybody... Maybe it's your has, anniversary. Yeah, because, well, I do have a friend whose anniversary is on the 13th. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. It's like my, my parents. They got married on his birthday. Yeah. That's just yeah. crazy. But yeah, tell us why it's a special thing, why it's so good, why it's amazing, because I'm everybody has different experiences and different viewpoints and different... We're all coming from different spaces. Yeah. So always happy to hear and learn and, and you know, sharing the toy with you. And yes, I am very, very, very cynical when it comes to Valentine's Day. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I think uh, I watched too many Lifetime movies when I was a kid. Just warped my fragile little mind. <laughs> uh, what are we going to talk about in this last uh, uh, so 15 minutes? The last little bit, just because I'm in a Facebook group and, I mean, it's, clearly like bisexuality focused and whatnot. Okay. But I feel like recently there have been a lot of posts about coming out and everything from when do I come out? How do I come out? Do I need to come out? Who do I come out to first? Like all these questions and of course stories and people giving their experiences, etc. And it's amazing to me the variety of experiences and everybody has a different view whenever those questions pop up. But I just wanted to kind of visit some of that again, because I know we've talked about it in the past, but it's always good to revisit it because people may not go back and listen to those ones. Uh, but I've just seen it so much lately that I was like, I feel like maybe maybe there's a thing happening at the moment, or maybe it's just more visible to me at the moment. But I feel like there's a lot of people wanting to know how, why, when, do I need to, what's the benefit, what are the cons, all yeah. that. And so I just want to kind of chew the fat around that a bit. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I like to chew me some fat. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. And, and and I think, and one of the other things, just to start with, that somebody brought up, and uh, I get it, but I also disagree, is <laughs> they were saying, you know, I don't feel like I need to come out because straight people don't have to come out. And I get it. Like, we shouldn't have to, right? Everybody should just be accepted for who they are and not have to actually make a statement and say, this is me. This Absolutely. Is, you know, my sexuality, my gender, this is who I am. There shouldn't have to be a moment like that, really. But at the same time, you're a minority, you're a marginalized community. How do you gain acceptance? How do you gain awareness unless you make yourself visible? Yeah. And so that's my argument against that. It's like, I get that, no, in an ideal, perfect world, we shouldn't have to actually declare these things. But at the same time, we live in a society that a lot of people don't know. There's not you know, huge acceptance in some areas. And so how do you, how do you garner that unless you put it into people's faces and show them and show them that, Hey, we're just like you. Yeah. Look, I'm going to make it. I, I think I say this in our, we, we've hint, you know, side note, we've pre-recorded our 300th episode. Sorry guys. But I think I say it then, and I'm going to say it now. And I've said it before. And the long and short of it is, I don't think you ever have to come out. Agreed. If you can't due to family, religion, work, uh, children, mm -hmm. or if you just don't want to. Mm -hmm. 
you don't have to. There is nothing saying that you have to come out. What I am going to say you have to do is be supportive of those who want to or do come out. That's what you have to do. But regarding the person who said they don't feel like they should have to, in the way they're saying it, I feel like it's being a bit combative, snarky, and whatever. And my response to them is, my bank account has $12 million in it. I mean, it's negative, but I shouldn't have to say that it's negative. (laughs) Like, you should just accept that it has $12 million. That's negative in the red. But, like, I shouldn't have to say it. I I think that's my problem, is, is that whole, I shouldn't have to say something is hard for 4% of the community to say. Yeah. We're not the majority. And when you're not the majority, yeah, you have to say something if you want to be recognized for it. Yeah. 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 And I get what they're saying, but at the same time, I do feel like, I guess I, I see it as in if no, if no one in the community comes out, then that's, that's bad because again, how do you gain recognition and acceptance? Now understand that not everybody can, and that's, completely fine and totally get that because they're like you said there are a lot of reasons why somebody may not be able to come out Mm -hmm. or may maybe you feel like you can only come out to those who are close to you yeah like your very immediate family friends whoever you actually really like and who you think will accept you some people feel like they need to come out to their families even knowing that their family may not accept them yeah and that's that's tough because you I hate to say this, but I feel like in that case, you value your family more than they value you. Yeah, absolutely. Which is sad. I, and and that's that's sad. It's frustrating. Look, I, I, and I have changed a lot in the last 300 episodes of podcasting. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm very much more of a protect yourself. You don't have to come out to anyone. No. But... Like I said a minute ago, you just have to be supportive of those who do. If you provide a safe space, that is so much more valuable than being out yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to better the community, if you're trying to make it a better, safer world for all the the little bisexuals, pansexuals, demisexuals, uh, omnisexual, if you're trying to create a better, safer space for the queer community, that is more useful than you carrying a flag and waving it around. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Every community needs allies. And even if you feel like you're part of that community, but you can't come out, you can still be an ally. Yeah. And that's a way to be community adjacent. And, um, and allyship looks very different. Mm. It can either be, like I said, being the safe space. If you have kids and, and your your kids' friends, some of them are, are queer, pre- letting them know that whenever they're at your house, they can be who they are who they are 100% or maybe it's stepping in and preventing somebody from making snide comments or jokes about somebody else who is either queer or trans. Like those, that's how you create a safe space. And that again is more important than coming out. Yeah. If you want to come out, pick one person who you trust, who you, and, and accept like it's sad, but Unfortunately, sometimes we lose those friends. Uh, We think we know what they're going to say. But if it's important enough for you to verbalize it, pick somebody Mm -hmm. and and tell them. And look, honestly, if you don't want to tell anybody else, you can tell us. Email us. uh, Message us. We will listen to you if you feel like you just got to get it off your chest. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, when I look at, at ourselves and at people that we know, there are some people who came out to, let's say, friends, family, people around them that they knew and were close to, and those people then ultimately rejected them. Yeah, it didn't you know, go as it well. It didn't go as well as planned. And so, and it might take time and, the, you, know, you know, again, you're you're hitting these people with something that is different to maybe than they ever expected out of you. And so it might take time and they can think it over, give them a chance to accept it. And then they might come around and, and learn to accept you and your sexuality and, and who you are and, and, yeah, just who you are as a person. But it also may be that they don't. And we have friends who have lost people that were close to them for many years because they came out, but they felt better themselves for coming out and they created their own community then. And then in the end, they're in a better place. So it all depends on what you need and how you want to go about it, because some people may accept you, some people may not accept you. But again, if you kind of start with people that you think 
May and start with one or two people, kind of gradually grow that. And again, it may be that you only ever come out to one or two people closest to you, and it may not ever go further than that. But also the number of people that we know who were able to come out, who did, and then we're just like, oh my God, that was the best thing ever. Because now I feel so much better about myself. I don't have to hide myself and, and my friends and my family accept me. Yeah. And it wasn't a big thing. And Because and, many times, the number of times we've heard people say, I came out to people and they're like, the people were like, I don't care. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. Yeah. This, this does, yeah. does this affect me? No. Cool. I don't care. Yeah. It, yeah. It doesn't change who you are as a human being. No. And I think that it very much depends on, on where you are and in the culture yeah. and, and of course your family, friends, like all everything, like, you know, how conservative and how open-minded they are. But again, if you kind of gauge that and, and feel for yourself, is this something that I need? Do I want this person to know this? Is it important to me? And if so, then find a way to do it. And it doesn't mean that you have to just be like, blah, you know, like vomit the information. You can kind of trickle feed and just, you know, start to throw comments in here and there, or maybe wear a rainbow something one day and just kind of see what their reactions are to those things leading yeah. up to. So there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And there's no one right way. And not everybody needs to, will do. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's your partner that you're looking to come out to, much like what we've talked about with other things that we might think about for a while, remember to give your partner time to digest it. So this might be something that you've been thinking about for a few days, a few weeks, a few months, a few years. But when you bring it up to your partner, this is their first time hearing it. So give them the courtesy of digesting that knowledge. Yeah. And it may take some time. Absolutely. It's not going to happen immediately, more than likely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and Unless they've had an inkling and we're like, I was just waiting for you to say something. Right, right. <laughs> and in which case you're like, oh my God, thank God. I'm so glad. I'm so happy. Yeah. And they'll still love you, but they might not accept it. And that's, while a bummer, maybe that's okay for your relationship. But we also know people like that where they did come out to their partner. Their partner didn't really accept it at first. And it took a while, but they did eventually start to little by little. Yeah. But again, it just takes, and and that may be, I'm, I don't know, because I don't know these people's relationships, obviously, but I'm going to guess maybe that's a security thing and that like, you know, I, I need to make sure that I'm secure enough in our relationship before we explore this other avenue. Yeah. And and so if you, you are looking at that, you know, think about all aspects of your relationship and how can I make this easier for my partner? How can I help them? And it's one of those things that just because you're bisexual does not mean that you're non-monogamous. Yeah. You can be bisexual and still monogamous. We have many, many friends that fall into that category. And that is important if you're receiving this information. That's important for you to hear as well, uh, for you to understand, I should say, as well, is that just because your partner says, hey, I'm attracted to people of many genders doesn't mean that they want to go out and fuck people of many genders. They still may only want to fuck you. Mm -hmm. In that case, congratulations. <laughs> you're the best of all genders. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, just, um, yeah. And then when to do it, there is no right time to do it. The best time to do it is when you have baked the loaf of mental bread and you're ready to serve it to whoever you want to give it to. I mean, butter at first. Butter at first. <laughs> um, but you don't have to slice it. That's fine. Yeah, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Anymore, I just let stuff out organically in conversations. Mm. But I'm also at the point now where I, what we're 12 years into this journey of me being confident and uh, addressing an understanding of my own bisexuality. Mm. I guess we're 10 years into this journey. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, it took me 10 years to kind of get to that point. And even now I don't always, I choose my, my battles and I choose when I feel comfortable in saying it. It's not something that I always lead with. Yeah. Sometimes it's something I lead with, but yeah, it's, it's something that I allow to percolate. Yeah. And that was me. Like even in the beginning, like I just, I never really had that like one single coming out moment. It was just, I just lived my life and this is who I am. And people figured it out. They knew they accepted and, and it either was or it wasn't, but I just, just kind of did my thing and that was it. <laughs> Yeah. And there wasn't, and I guess that's the other thing is so it doesn't have to be like this big aha moment. There can be if that's what you need and that's what you want. And, and you're just like, yeah, I want to break free. But at the same time, it can just be those little things and the quiet moments and the quiet comments yeah. and, and actions and things. And it doesn't have to be like some huge 
public display. Which I think leads into the last really good point, which is what is it going to feel like? And honestly, part of me expected some quinceanera kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like I expected like a, 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 a crown to be descended from the sky and like for people to lift me like Madonna in Material Girl. Uh, <laughs> this is a callback from the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. The Material Girl, I expected guys to pick me up in a tuxedo. It didn't happen. Like, honestly, I think that some of the times in the early moments when I was saying I'm by, literally nothing happened. I didn't feel a click. I didn't feel a, a it was maybe a small release of pressure in my chest. Um, but multiple small releases of pressure really helps the panic attacks. Right, right. And the anxiety. It does. And that's true. But I didn't feel this great sweeping moment. But some people do, because again, like looking at this Facebook page, so many people, there's a lot of people that say like, you know, I came out to whoever, da, da, da. And oh my God, why didn't I do this? You know, years ago, I feel so good. But everyone's journey is different. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And I'm glad I did it. And I'll, I'll continue doing it. But I, again, I give you permission to not do it. Yeah. There's no reason to do anything other than what you're doing. Whatever's best for you. I mean, be a good human. You have to do that. Be a good human. That's my only That's my only rule. Yeah. Be good people. <laughs> Excellent. So let us know your stories. You can do that directly to us on our Discord chat. And you can get on our Discord chat by supporting us on Patreon for as little at 50 cent an episode. Go to www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And when you support us, you'll get an instant link into our discord chat with a whole heap of wonderful, sexy, beautiful humans. You can also email us the atoms of love at gmail.com. You can go to our website, www.bythebye.com.au and contact us through there, or you can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at by the by podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And join us next week and the week after for episode 300 and 301 because it was so long and so amazing. It's so good. It takes up two episodes. (laughs) That's right. And uh, like we said, we have some very, very special guests from all around this sexy world. So thank you so much. And we will see you next week for what will be my pride and joy podcast. I think it's my favorite that we've done in a while. Oh, so good. I can't this one wait. was pretty good, but just wait till next week. <laughs> just like, buckle your safety belts. It's going to be a horny ride. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.